in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here. So grab your assigned seat, sit back, and enjoy this week's top 10. Brought to you by the Schmoes No Network. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to the Top Ten Show Recap and Review uh, for Hail Caesar. Uh, I'm John Roca. I'm Matt Nost. And uh, we wanted to do this on the heels of having done the Coen Brothers movie show that we did last week. Yeah, we did it, you know, because this movie was coming out. We did the Coens last week, and we both saw Hail Caesar over the weekend. We did. So we were going to sit down and talk about it today. Uh, (laughs) So welcome. (laughs) If this is before 12 p.m. noon, um, you can still vote on our Facebook or Twitter pages or Twitter account, rather, um, for what you'd like to see us do for the, uh, uh, what do we call it? Uh, Something, the the, recap. The fan fan requested recap. Yeah, the requested requested recap. recap. Requested recap. So the voting on that on Facebook and Twitter will be done by 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Friday. Friday. Right. When this comes out. day you're listening to this. Yeah, but a bunch of people download. Oh, yeah. 12 hours before because it goes up at midnight. So if you're not listening to this, if you're listening to this and it's after Friday at noon... On the West Coast? A tough shit. Your SOL. Tough shit. Yeah. Those things are time stamped. Yeah. And uh, I will be done counting at some point. <laughs> and at right. some point, it's 12 noon right. on Friday. <laughs> Last week, we got like, a, you know, 100 votes. So it was we great. Did. It was great. Hopefully, we get even more this week. Yeah. If you, if you haven't downloaded yet, it's over there on our, on our iTunes. Yep. Uh, for uh, the movie Goodfellas, which you guys wanted us to talk. Even though we've talked about it a number of times on the on the show, you guys wanted us to talk about it a little bit more and more in depth, which I think we got to, right? Yeah. So I enjoyed that. Hopefully we accomplish that now. Yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah, for this. So, okay, well, what would you think? Um, I liked it. Okay. But I need to see it again. This is where I walked out. Mm. I was envious of your AMC pass. Oh, yeah. Because I would see it probably within the week. Yeah. I would see it again this week. Yeah. Because I, I genuinely liked it. I laughed out loud at numerous spots, and that surprised the living shit out of me. Right. Because uh, sometimes Coens take time to build their world. Yep. And I was kind of, maybe just because it's about Hollywood, so you know a little bit of it. And I, I know, like, with, you know, my wife saw it with me, yeah. uh, certain jokes resonated more with me just because oh. I've experienced some things like that, or right. I've seen things that have happened like that, or just like throwaway things. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen the movie, thanks for the download. <laughs> yeah. Go see the movie. Yeah, right before we're actually going to get into anything. Spoiler <laughs> alert. We have warned you at the three minute mark. The whatever uh, this is, I can't remember to do that every time. Why can't we? It's all right. Before we did it, What's before true? we said anything, it's a fair point. You're right. We uh, so nobody can fucking say shit. That's right. Um, and if you do, good luck to you because I'm, you know, right. once again, you're yelling into the abyss. So right. I don't know who you're mad at, but it's not us. Uh, all the stupid shit that they peppered in, like when Fines is walking up as the exasperated yeah. director. Oh my lord! After he tries to give him the. Put it, with it a twist so simple. <laughs> With it a twist so simple. <laughs> With it a t- that goes on for so long, and I can see where it was great on other people, and I was just like, it keeps going. And the other actor, 
I can't believe I've never seen him anymore. No, and it's everyone's talking about how this is a breakthrough, breakout oh. role for him. He's so good. He's great. He yeah. more than carries his own in these scenes. Oh, absolutely. He is just great. Yeah. What the twist? He just keeps saying, he, but he's doing it through the guise of that thick Southern accent. Yeah. Which I don't know if he carries the rest of his time. I've never heard him speak. Well, I don't know. So if he just has another, now he's doing a second layer. Yeah. He's doing basically an impression of Fines as Fines is doing himself too. And he goes, and then they just eventually change the line to "It's complicated." Yeah, <laughs> just after all that, it was great. The when when uh, what is it? Uh, Barrett's what is what is Brolin's character's name? Yeah, I Barrett, think it's Barrett. Uh, something like that. Yeah, when he's watching the dailies of. Clooney and Clooney's supposed to be in awe of Christ up on yeah. the cross. Oh my lord! And you just hear the director, no, no, no with your eyebrows, <laughs> but you're focused on, you know, and so you're not really paying attention. Then I was looking at the screen to watch Clooney, yeah, as this, and I'm just like, oh fuck, I've, I've, you know, been a part of things like that where just like this, I want this, I want this, and be like, I'm doing, okay, <laughs> okay, I think I'm giving you what you want. I don't know, in you know, precisely. There's so many things like that. Yeah. Um, I loved how they used a bunch of the camera tricks from that era's cinema. Oh, yeah. So, like, with the cowboy scenes, when the guy is running down, then he disappears for a nanosecond, and a stuntman yeah. jumps up and jumps onto the horse. It's exactly how they would have shot it. Yep. It's great. Or, like, the Channing Tatum, when he drops his elbow on the end to start the song at the end of the piano and hits the one note, and he slowly turns to his left... Yeah. And uh, sings a note, there were no dames or whatever. Right. And the actor sits down behind him, but now Channing is blocking the view of the hands. So the guy's just pantomiming, playing the piano. Oh. And as the, just like they were done in the back in the day, the camera tricks, as the camera starts to move, so is Channing. So his chest blocks the hands perfectly. Oh, wow. And he just follows it. And then right when they fade out, you don't see the actor anymore, but the piano is still going. It's, wow. you know, they, they mimicked a ton of techniques from the movies of those yeah. times. Yep. So I was enraptured by that. Uh, but it's one of those of I can't decipher the meaning of it. Okay. And I th- I feel like it has some sort of meaning. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. And that's the only reason I don't love it. Okay. I need to figure out what that is. Okay. Uh, I, I, here's what I would say. I enjoyed the scenes. To me, the movie felt like a bunch of one acts. A night of one acts. Okay. Because there's just these little sequences of scenes with just these people and they never come back again. The Ray Fiennes scene with him, what did it, what did it Never comes back again, and then you, he never like he never has. Except to tie it in with Channing Tatum's when you find out that Tatum was uh, Lorenz's old boyfriend, right? But that's a little like little that's, things. That's yeah, not a, it's not like he isn't on screen to hear that being said. True, that's what I'm saying. And then Scarlett Johansson, you build up this whole character uh, about you know she's pregnant or she, she wants to adopt her or have her kid be adopted. She needs to know. create publicity for herself. Yeah, all this, right? Exactly, all this stuff. So it's it's. To me, it was just snapshots into people's lives. And but, these directors... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. But I was just going to say these directors... Uh, I mean, these uh, these actors are so good that they're... With the limited amount of screen time they had, they still created these very rich and and lifelike characters. Like, they're very interesting characters, all of them. You know, Scarlett has... Scarlett almost never plays a part like that. And it was great. Tough talking, no nonsense, to the point, on top of it, right? Josh Brolin playing the type of character he doesn't usually play, which is a fumbling... I bet five years ago that's a Clooney character. I bet five years ago that's Clooney doing that. Probably. Yeah, there's some others. Makes sense. I think like eight years ago the Jonah Hill was a Stephen Root. 
Pro- uh, yes, absolutely. And I think I would have liked it better as a Stephen Root. Probably. Or, yeah. Because it just, there was nothing going on. And then what happens to her? She ends up marrying the guy who she met. The- yeah, because then it's publicity. But if you just look at it through Josh Brolin's eyes, this is just a day in the life of dealing yeah. with all these idiots. But it's a weird thing with the Josh. The Josh Brolin thing is weird, too, though, because, like, He's an executive. He's the production head of the company. He's not going to be living in that small ass house. He's having kitchen dinner with. Like it's going to be a bigger. Like it was. We weird. only saw that one room. We didn't see the rest of the house. Yeah, but that's a really small kitchen for one room, man. Yeah, but at the same time, like uh, you know, there, there's an adage of the kitchen is for the servants. Yeah. And like in old mansions, the kitchen wasn't nice because me as the master, I'm not yeah. spending any fucking time in here, so I don't care. We're not wasting extra square footage in this house for this. Right. It's just here to make me meals. Yeah. So it could be a really old grand house. Who knows? I guess. It just seemed to me like for a guy on his salary, it seemed like a small thing to... The, well, I just didn't sense a through line. That was, that was my problem with the movie, Matt, is I don't sense a through line. The through line There's was no just like... That's the Well, it's just the one day. It's the anarchy of Brolin's world, of dealing yeah. with all these trying to micromanage, and that's why leaving to go to Boeing doesn't make sense because that's going to be an easy job, and he yeah. likes... The amount of pressure this has put on him to kind of keep all these Faberge eggs being yeah. juggled in the air right now because yeah, yeah. they're all they're all valuable, but they're all fragile, and I've got uh, I got to keep them up in the air. We got to keep things getting. You know, that's yeah. where he seems to exist best. What I didn't understand is anytime they cut to the the like, so they'll they'll do the setup to one of the quote unquote movie scenes. Yeah. You know, the movie within the movie. Yeah, and then when they actually cut it over into and you start to view the movie being shot yeah. so you see this take yeah. it turns surrealistic to where a lot some of the, like like in the the synchronized swimming yeah. when the fountain water keeps hitting you in the face it felt dreamlike wow um it was you know through like the vivid technicolor right, they're bringing right. to, to something to life right. and the dancing sequence it, there's so much choreography and everything goes off without a hitch right. and then when it cuts it goes right back to real life right. so it's like okay so maybe there's some sort of meaning there but then the real world, uh, while it's still Cohen interesting, it's still the real world. But the submarine scene seemed like it was oh, a yeah. movie one put into real life. And I'm like, okay, now I'm lost. Yeah. Because all the surrealistic shit was done. So you're, you know, you're almost looking through the lens of the camera as yeah. it's taking a take and you're kind of reliving vicariously the movie magic of it all happening once and it's amazing. Yeah. And then this sub shows up and you're like, wow, nothing else in the real world has felt like this. So why this choice? Right. That's what I don't... There's a few things like that. Which is, and, and, and that's what bothered me about the film is there was enough loose ends that made no sense. Like you bring up these characters and build them up and give us time, give them screen time and give us like a opportunity to correct and to connect. And then it doesn't, you know, it doesn't go anywhere. It just does what it does. And I think that's, that's my problem with the film uh, overall is I didn't just... I didn't sense there was a purpose or a through line or a reason or just something that would have tied it all together and made it worth it to me. It just felt like one X. Everyone separated into little things. I could see that. Yeah, I mean... I I bought Brolin pulling us in and out of all of them. Yeah. Was fine. Okay. Um, I mean, the Scarlett Johansson thing was great. It was a great uh, uh, homage to Esther Williams. See, I I didn't... Like, I I wasn't on board when she's sitting in the director's chair, like that's what they're called. Yeah. Uh, But the scene with Jonah Hill... I yeah. mean, she is smoldering. Mm-hmm. She is great. Like, I, I don't know what the difference between the two was or the day shoot or whatever the case was. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Like, she was phenomenal in that. Yeah. And she was great on the, you know, the swimming and whatnot. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, just that. I don't, I don't know. I just felt it felt so strange. Yeah. And then later on, I completely bought it, so. Right. 
Well, because she ends up marrying Jonah Hill. And you're like, well, okay, sure, why not? Yeah, but as soon as he did, it put a smile on my face. It was like, okay, they're going to get the pub- uh, publicity they want for her. Yeah. And she's getting what she wants out of it, you know, which yeah. is a temporary marriage, which will fail soon enough. <laughs> but the general public loves her. Her pictures do $17 million. That's true. Well, so. it, it, it's weird because there's, and there isn't even like a solving of the, active solving of the case of the crime. The the communists have all this conversation that they want to do all this kind of stuff, and it's all a bunch of character actors. But then they leave Clooney by himself, and the 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 cowboy kid shows up with the chest, hides it. But he's like, "What's the point of all of this?" Like I I, I didn't understand because then the money comes out, they, it goes down. They, there's no there's no obstacle that he has to overcome to get George Clooney. None, absolutely zero. Clooney, Clooney comes right on back. The money itself gets lost at sea. Because he just, Channing just throws it away to hold on to his dog. Well, no, the dog jumps at the same time. Listen, yeah, the dog yeah. jumps. I'm sorry, you're right. So, so, so here's the deal, Matt. I, I spent a lot of time thinking about this film for the last two days because I just was like analyzing, analyzing. So to me, it feels like it's a shot at um, our obsession for movies, our, our desire to create gods within movies, like the actors, what have you, directors sometimes, but people that are somehow better than us for whatever reason. And so I feel like... He's. They're saying they're deconstructing that whole myth and and tearing it apart. Like it's, these are just movies, and we just write stuff and film it. It's not that big. Of a yeah, deal. but now you're saying the studio head then is the altruistic. Yeah, one. well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, how did it, I would love to hear how it got through credentials just to see what the what the what else could have been there or what or what they left out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what's on the cutting room floor? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or what was in the script that didn't get filmed? No, more what's in the cutting room floor. Okay. Because I just expected more, just more reasons. I mean, no obstacles were having, no obstacles had to be overcome. None. You know, the guy drives out, gets the money, gets George Clooney, comes back. Yeah, but at the same time, like, if every problem has that, then it doesn't bother me as much as opposed to like the most difficult ones resolve themselves and he micromanages these other bullshits. Yeah. So the fact that it kind of all just like this, you know, wave, it's mm-hmm. up and down and up and down and up and down, but right. ultimately it just comes back to where it was. So yeah. yeah, that's what I took. I mean, I, that didn't bother me as much. I mean, I could see that where it's rather convenient that Clooney just manages to walk out right as the cops were showing up. Oh, yeah, yeah, Which yeah. then would have made it a huge incident. So now the... They're saved the PR nightmare there. Yeah. And then the next day he gets the dust off, you know, whichever sister Tilda Swinton was playing. Yeah. And give her like, you want, you don't want to go forward with that story because that guy is now confirmed communist. And that's great. Yeah. I just don't know. It's it, what the movie is actually about. Yes. Yeah, the thing. And I think that's, that's what I think it's about. It's about the destruction of capitalism and the economy of like wanting to revere these people who do and not knowing that behind the scenes, this is how they create this magic that you go nuts about, you know, mm-hmm. just putting things together, moving this guy around from a contract player to, to or a contract player to a player to the studio, which is why he ends up there. And they don't even check his English accent or he can say this. Stuff. It's all just so interesting the way it plays out, you know, all of it. And but there's no protagonist and there's weird sequences that have no business being in the film, like uh, uh, Francis McDormand's hair getting caught in the projectile. That was oh, her, what was the point of that? It was her funny. scarf. Yeah, it was oh, great. Scarf, right. But what was the point of it? There was no point of because in the end, there's no payoff for that at all in any way shape or form why would that happen uh, no, just nowhere. to add a tiny bit of humor as they're watching dailies I guess yeah I guess but it just goes nowhere so it's like oh okay it's fine um, yeah and I just I just wanted more from it than I got and I'm just in a state a little bit of a state of disappointment uh, about the film in the end you know um, yeah you know what I think the, with more viewings yeah as long as I can come to some sort of 
or come to terms with whatever I feel like the film is about. Yeah. If I can solidify that, then I can derive, you know, more enjoyment out of it long term. Right. right. If I don't, then I think I might enjoy certain parts of it and certain things will make me laugh and Yeah. You know, it's beautifully shot. Absolutely. Everybody is really good. Mm-hmm. Um even like the choreography with the dance sequence is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the stupid little things like um, the date that uh, Hobie goes on with the Latina, she's the. Uh, oh yeah, they the allude. Yes, yeah, yes, they yes, allude yes. to her. She's like the. I can't remember the. It's Carmen Miranda. Carmen Miranda. Been, yeah. Thank you. That's what I was struggling it's for. It's like bananas being, and the fruit on her head. Yeah. She, yeah, she dances around. But you would have these kids go out, maybe drum up, and they could do a little bit more picture and simple PR, you know, moves like that. Right. right. I like the charm of the film Absolute, tremendously. Absolutely, man. I, I think what we've talked about on the Coen Brothers show, we talked about their ability to create the world from scratch. Like you, once you want what you're watching is the world. There's not one thing out of place, not one thing that shouldn't be in there. Everything is constructed to give you the vibe of that time and that period, or what was happening for that time and that period. And and they do a great job with that through every single one of the scenes. I mean, I thought the future thing, the communist, I thought that could have been so much funnier, and they could have dragged that out a little bit longer. Sure. He gets, in the, he gets into some philosophical, they all come out and have beers, and then they walk out to the pier and take the boat out, and it's like, well, you're leaving your main hostage. You're only one person with him just in case. It's just it's, it's kind of weird, you know? Still, though, in their eyes, they've gotten away with it this long. There is no paper trail. Nobody can find them. That's a good point. Then And they know that he's not going to leave. Even when he did the one thing you don't want to do is technically a hostage, which yeah. is... What if I tell people? <laughs> Which is great because in this room of intellectuals, none of them are going to do anything. It's a hypothetical to them. Right. It's not a reality. Right. So the threat of, well, we know you won't, that's not a threat, especially when you deliver it in the way that you do. So yeah. I just love that he turned the table on all these guys because they hadn't really thought that he would do that. Right. Because it's just kind of, you know, hostage 101, you just say that you won't say anything. Yeah. So to actually go, I'd I rat you guys. I know a couple of your names at this point. <laughs> but I love later on when he's trying to tell Brolin. It's like, these guys got it all figured out. Yeah. And he starts talking about the evils of capitalism and whatnot. And Brolin just comes over and fucking puts him in his place, but then also instills in him movie star confidence. Yep. Right at the end. <laughs> he's this you know dog with a tail between his legs. All right, now go out there and be a badass. Yeah. He dresses him down and sends him back out there. Yep. This is the thing about Clooney that's so fantastic, man. His ability to play levels or status, it's so fun to watch. He's eminently watch like eminently watchable. And and that's I can't wait to go back and rewatch just him in the background as they're doing other things around, like, you know, watching his dailies or when they're holding that laugh for so long. His dialogue, just that you know, bullshit way of they're Trying to take what they thought the ancients would talk like, but with pseudo English accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And going through these huge, thick, and he did this and blah, 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 blah. And uh, it was just like, wow, that's, you know, you had to learn quite a bit for this. Yeah, it's very, it was very strange because they, they do a great job of creating the world, but then they, they, they um, have the right actors cast in those parts to dial you into the world. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It, this is something Clooney's always been known for as being the next Cary Grant, being the next, he's an homage to the older times. So it's funny to see him play this like kind of bumbling Roman general, maybe near the end of his like you know run as a somewhat bankable movie star yeah. or a bankable yeah uh, from that time, all of it. And so when he has the <clears throat> he has the Jesus, mo- I mean that is Matt. Tears were coming out of my eyes How funny that was Oh I just love the He goes through that huge spiel And then screws up Like he can't remember Faith or whatever yeah, it was faith. And everybody like People are moved in the room And they start getting sucked in Ah oh, oh, 
Faith, faith, and yeah. the guy, the the guy who's been in a million great things. Can't remember his name. Yeah, but he's the guy saying, "Nice, he's like, you almost had it." You know what I mean? Like he's <laughs> he's just another actor in the scene, right? Just like, ah, yeah, I thought you, I thought you were gonna do it. I yeah. thought you were gonna barrel through that. Oh, Clancy Brown. Thank his, you. His, his, his yeah, guy, like the other guy from Shawshank, which yeah. is great. Yeah, he's been a million. Like, oh fuck, there he is. Yeah. Did you catch that Christopher Lambert was the director? The guy from Highlander. That's Christopher Lambert. I did not. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so that's the cameo you should watch for. That is Christopher Lambert as that director that uh, gets confronted by Josh Brolin, uh, trying to tell him to stop sleeping with <laughs> whoever he was sleeping with when he made, having that conversation. Um, so, uh, yeah. yeah so Keep it's your eye uh, out for that one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wanted to like it more than I did, uh, unfortunately. I mean, it's certainly watchable if you're it's, if you're a Coen Brothers completist. Sure, watch it. Um, I see. I think if you're a Coen Brothers fan, it's worth it. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, I mean, like, you know, my brother and my nephew um, saw it, and I talked to my nephew, yeah. and he was like, I just, what was the point? That's yeah. all he told me before I saw it, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, going into it, I knew that was his critique, yeah. and I don't have an answer to that question, yeah. I'm still trying to decipher it for myself. It's so just, It just felt like to me, yeah, it, it's the, the message kind of hit me a couple of times, if that's really the message, or maybe I'm reading into it. But that's the message that I think. So it's like, okay. I don't know. What's the end Maybe result of doing it? Well, I mean, Matt. What's not... the end result of doing anything? Oh, well, there we go. Now we're going to get into another podcast. It's all philosophical. Yeah. Well, it's a philosophical discussion. <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of the, you know, it, it. I don't think it's one of those types of movies, like a boyhood of, that's it. It just ends. And you're like, yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I know. It didn't have that same kind of convention or structure, which is why I was fascinated by the fact that they brought in all these characters and cast them in such ways. But like... Their their uh, through lines go nowhere. Like there's no payoff to any of their through lines. None of them. Clooney goes back to being Clooney's a bumbling idiot. Goes back to being the the money gets tossed into the water. What was the point of Channing Tatum paying to have him be framed or have him be kidnapped so that he could take a spot? If he doesn't stay to take a spot, he just jumps on a fucking submarine and disappears. Those are those things that like well what, why Hold why on, so I must must have missed that Channing Tatum. His rationale for doing this was to take Clooney's spot. Well, well, yeah, it would seem logical because why is he? Why would he set them set Clooney up to? Why would he have Clooney kidnapped to get the money so then he could, you know, go to communist Russia? That's what I don't know. But I mean, it yeah, but then like, threw the money in the water. He didn't even dive after it. He just he took care of the dog instead and went. Well, it's also a way of sticking it to this capitalistic <coughs> enterprise has been exploiting my labor and the labor of these writers. Yeah. So I got a hundred thousand. So the hundred thousand is actually meaningless to me, whereas the act of doing it. Has yeah. the value. Yeah. Whereas the writers, it was both. It was great. The briefcase went in the water, and they're all just like, ah. yeah. That's the, oh, see, and is that a shot at the writers for the money? Like, it's, it's these little. I just wonder if there's a little more of a sinister, well, yeah. bent to it, like a little more of a dig to everyone in Hollywood. Could know? be. I don't know. Could be. And that's what I was looking for because you know, you know, my mind is. I, I like to find the symbolism of something if it feels like it's not necessarily a linear type thing. Maybe it's. And I couldn't find it. The 100%. Coens ran into a studio head that felt he was angelic and everybody else was wrong. And then this is his. But ultimately, Maybe. Brolin comes out as angelic. I mean, the guy goes to confession yeah. every 24 hours. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have a he lot of time smoking. currently for his wife, but he's he, he tries. Right. Right. And then, yeah, it's just it's in the wife. What's the, the it's a what's her face from Scott Pilgrim? She's only in there a little bit, and then she's out. Like just that one. Sequence. You really don't need that much more. Allison of her. Pill. Allison Pill. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not much. That's it's it's just interesting, man. It's because I'm like, okay, why show me the wife and the kids if if this not really supposed to be what I'm supposed to gravitate onto, like as as a encompassing character for Josh Brolin? I didn't sense like, well, why are you showing me this? 
why do I need to see this like an hour and 20 minutes in the movie? All of a sudden we have the dinner scene with his fan, with his wife. I'm like, well, what's the point of it? Like, where does this go? Well, maybe to see that he's above the fray of all the fraternizing and womanizing that all the other stars are doing, that he is actually a family man. He would be home more if he could, but he's got to be out micromanaging all these people and girl taking pinup shots at, you know, whatever time in the morning that right. was and right. all that shit. His job is all these things. Yeah. I don't know. He's the best, you know, altruistic character in the film. Yeah. And he slaps around a man and a woman. Yeah. That's true. He does, right? Yeah. Oof. Oh, I didn't even catch We that. open with the slapping of the woman and we close with the slapping of the man. Right. And that's... Mm. But mm. that's his job. Yeah. And he's the best character in this, technically, because you're just assuming Clooney's done a bunch of, you know, yeah. hedonistic stuff because he keeps alluding to all the fun and parties he had. Right. Communists or pinko scum, you know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking better dead than red. I did, I did enjoy the future, like those guys, like Max, uh, what's his face from Gigi, that show? Gigi, oh, David Krumholtz. He's the guy in the in the um, mustache. They keep telling oh, him to shut up. Okay. Him to shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought the fat guy was Patton Oswalt. It wasn't. Um, I'd, I'd have to go look it up. It's, it was a couple guys of like, no, I've seen you before. Yeah. Yeah, especially the dude with the white hair, yeah. with the more angular face. Seen him in a million things. Yeah, yeah. he was in Lost or whatever, and um, playing a nebbish kind of. Yeah, sometimes Weasley, sometimes not. Yeah, but he always has that same delivery. Um, but yeah, it was nice to see them create the figurehead. But then there's not like it's just what was the point of everything if there wasn't something to connect them? I don't all know. That's what I think. I need to. I need to see it again. Yeah. maybe a third time and oh, trying oh, to sort of wow. like conclude some. Or not conclude, but come up with some idea as to what it is. You're chasing the tail of the dragon, man. You want to yeah. go down that hole, don't you? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything more we we can say about the film. Um, I the so score, you would say basically wait wait for the DVD. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I think the score was great. Uh, I don't because it's not a film that you need to see on screen. You know? No, although it felt like 3D. Would have been well just because of, like the fountain coming up, and, oh, like with yeah. the dancing and whatnot. Yeah. It seemed like they kind of shot it with three D in mind. At they times. might have, they might have. Um, and then like, behind I, you, if you're a Cohen fan, I would say see it. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for a comedy, I don't know how. Like some of the like when Ray Fiennes walks up after the first take, yeah. and he tried to give him. And he's like. That was my fault. It just, yeah. but like he's stammering because his brain is trying to like, how do I talk to this fucking dipshit? Right. How do I, you know, what's the enigma code to get through <laughs> to his stupidity? It's what it is. And yeah. he's just like, he's holding back at various other times. Like, I can't, yeah. Stammering like ever so slightly. Yeah. He's trying to keep his composure. There's like little things in like that within the movie like that. But I, I don't know if you, some of it you may need to have experienced or been on a set or Maybe, yeah. it helps sell it a little bit. Yeah. And I've never seen Channing more comfortable than in those dancing scenes. He was great in that dancing scene. Dude, I told my wife after the movie, I was like, I'm guessing he made a lot of money as a male yeah. dancer. Yeah. Because oh, there were a few moves like where he back rolled onto the bar and yeah. then just put went 90 degrees with his toes up in the air. And you're like, dude, that takes like full body muscle, great <laughs> core. And if you were doing that oiled up and whatnot, I'm sure the whole room, all 200 women were like, ah! <laughs> throwing dollars or whatever the fuck they do there. I have no idea. That dude must have raked it in. <laughs> Just seeing that one move, and you're like, who, who has that ability in yeah. Hollywood? Yeah, not really many. Yeah. It's true. And connect. Yeah. It's a small list. I'm not going to argue, man. 
Oh, and the other, you have the Tilda Swinton. The sisters, nothing comes to fruition of that. Like, why are they? Why is it a big deal that they're made in? I get it's a reference to Luella Parsons and her sister. Yeah, uh, the Gossip columnist yeah, from at back the time. Day. Uh, but like, and then also there's the uh, uh, advice columnists that are sisters from the like the 30s, 40s, 50s. Uh, I think they went up into what were those called? There were two sisters, and like one had one region and the other had the other region. Yeah. Okay. But they were in practically every paper. Interesting. Like, okay. ask something, something, or dear oh, so-and-so. And like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. they would reply. So whatever it is, like, my husband has been doing this, or, you right. know, my kid's in school, blah, 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 and they just ask advice. I can't remember. I can't believe I'm flaking on who that is. Interesting. Um, so I figured it was something along those lines. Yeah, I mean, you can give me all the reasons that it could possibly work. I just felt, for me, overall, the film didn't have enough of a through line through throughout. Yeah. Like, what was the whole point of anybody? Everyone, Everyone's conflict was resolved easily. True. You know, and that's what I'm like, well, what's the point of this? You know, I mean, what kind of movie are you making? And if you're making this kind of movie that's a message against the cinema gods or, or materialism, then show me something near the end that gets me that, puts me in that vibe so I know the message has been received. Other than that, I felt like I, when I walked out, all four of us looked at each other. We were just like, the fuck do we just see? What the fuck do we just see? Yeah, so. see, we walked out, both went, I like it. I just, I can't put my finger on why exactly I like it. Yeah. That's fair. So I'd need to see it and go, okay, Yeah. what exactly is compelling me to like this? Is it just because I love Coen Brothers movies, so I'm trying to lie to myself? Right. But I don't think it's that, because normally when I do that, I, I know it's a lie yeah. as soon as it, it crosses my lips and be like, you don't fucking believe that at all. Yeah. Um, it happens. What are you going to do? You yeah. know what I mean? We're all full of shit. <laughs> well. Uh, like you're saying you're never full of no, shit? I'm saying we're not all full of shit. We don't have to be full oh, of yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying 100% of the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying people bullshit and everybody bullshits, so we're all full of shit. Ergo, it's great logic, John. Just go <laughs> with me. I'm, I'm there. I'm riding that train right now, man. <laughs> um, the score is great. I thought the movie, the music was great. The, the the sequences that they shot. I mean, all that stuff is worth going. Yeah, if you're a fan of old Hollywood, I, I also, I think it's a good reason to go see it. Why not? They do a nice job bringing those sequences mm-hmm. to life, so I can't argue that. I just I give it two stars or two and a half stars. I wish I wanted to give it three or four. I wanted to enjoy the shit out of it, so that's what I would say. What about you? Uh, well, we've never given a star rating ever. Oh, so now you're thrusting this upon me. Oh, I apologize. It's just it's just random talk for me in my head. So <laughs> it's just the way I am with sometimes. Uh, I mean, do you mean how many out of ten I would give it? Five. <clears throat> oh, what? I'm trying to do a little tie-in with the name of our show, so we have oh, a system oh. in place. Uh, you cut me off before I even shit. got. I said ten, and you're like five, five. As I'm trying to deal with the bubbles from my sparkling cranberry juice, which is delicious, by the way. Sparkling cranberry juice from Ocean Spray. Delicious from Ocean Spray. And Ocean Spray, if you're listening, uh, we just endorsed your product, so a little cash, a little kickback for us on this side. Wouldn't hurt anybody. International audience, exactly. Or Come send on. us free Ocean Spray. Come on, at Ocean. We'll spray. drink it here, and I'll, you know, you can hear it as we do the pull tab each week, and just refreshing it. Be like, oh, this smells delicious. I can't oh, wait. We should talk about Clooney. What did you think about him in the movie? That was great. Yeah, right. That was great. He does this kind of stuff in his sleep now. He's so good at it. His comedic timing is so good. And he's also good at uh, not really caring how he comes across. Yes. Or how he looks. Yeah. Or he has no problem playing, you know, not he's not the fool. Yeah. But he's also not the brightest bulb. Yeah. You know, he's a Hollywood actor. What the country assumes a Hollywood actor is kind of like. Yeah, and he's having that conversation getting influenced by... I mean, the fact that they made an illusion that, like, their endings are communist on purpose, like, it's just interesting. I just wonder what the point of the movie was. I feel like I don't know. There's something deeper underneath everything we saw. 
And I would love to hear an interview with them explaining what, what their purpose was for the movie. Because then I, I think it'll unlock the doors for me of understanding it more. Yeah, there was a uh, after-movie Q&A they projected up, but I didn't oh. stay to watch. Oh, wow. It's, it seems to be the late-night Sundays at Arclight. Uh-huh. They'll do that for... Oh, yeah, Arclight a, Presents. Yeah. They'll do those things. A yeah. few different... But each time, you know, I'm with her, and she has no interest in staying to see... <laughs> A Q&A with whoever it is, the director or the screenwriter or something. So I've never seen one. They just always give you the announcement at the top. Hey, stay tuned. Not quite stay tuned, but stick around for. Yeah. And if I was there solo or with friends, then we would probably st- you know, stick around and watch it. But I always tell anyone to go on a date. If we're going to the movies and there's Q&A, we're staying for the Q&A. Just <laughs> letting you know. Or the date's over. That's a local rule right That's there. Just, I'll take Uber home. That's fine. I mean, I just would rather. Because Q&As, man, it's so fast. It's just like what we do talking about movies. To hear the yeah, Q&A. See, hear the thought process. Right. And it's fascinating to hear the things that connect for them that influence the film or influence the writing of the film, you know. So it's very much a companion piece to Barton Fink, I feel like, this movie. With, Interesting. With the comments about movies, comments about the reality of stuff, comments about, like, what kind of world this is. The fact, Like, the, the whole Lockheed subplot was so strange. Like, what was the point of this? You know. To make Brolin make a choice as to do I really want this as my life? Yeah, but it's the only thing I can think of. It's, I mean, it's the most obvious, but I don't have anything beyond no, it's that. A fair, I think that's a very good analysis of it. My problem is that there wasn't enough for us to connect to with, with Brolin that it yeah would to make to him us. want yeah to stay yeah. or to go yeah it didn't matter. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but like I said, or like we've said, like it's it's definitely worth your time if you if you're a Coen Brothers fan or if you're. In my opinion, fan of old movies, certainly with with your time. Sure, <laughs> I mean that's out of two cents. Out of ten, ten stars. stars. Hello, um, I can't believe we're doing ten. <laughs> I give it seven and a half. I give it seven and three quarters. Uh, wow. Okay. I uh, I don't know. I need to see it again before I actually. Once again, I don't have a firm opinion other than I know I liked it. I just don't know yeah. precisely why yet. Yeah. And it could be in time that. I was wrong in my initial, but I don't think it will be. It just felt like 10 1X, in my opinion. Okay. A night of 1X, it felt like. But I'm not, I'm not, but I'm not saying don't go see it. So I want to make that clear. That's my two cents on the movie. What's your two cents on the movie? Uh, yeah, I would say go see it. If you're a Cohen fan, if you're looking for like a laugh out loud comedy, you're not going to find it here. Um, although no. I did laugh out loud a few times when I'm saying like something's uproarious the entire time and there's yeah. punchline, punchline, punchline. No, no, no. Yeah. This is characters and you're getting a behind the scenes. Yeah. Of old Hollywood-ish. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Well, that's our recap and review of the top, of the uh, of Hail Caesar on the Top Ten Show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for downloading this. Um, tell a friend. Is Matt yeah, tell a friend. If it's before uh, 12 p.m. Uh, noon East, uh, Pacific Standard Time, you can still vote on our Facebook or Twitter page for next week's uh, recap that we're going to do. I still yeah. already lost it again. Uh, <laughs> between Galaxy Quest and Star Trek 2. Request, requested recap. Requested recap. Uh, we got to come up with something snappier. Yeah, me, I, I, it's I, not I, sticking. Listen, we're all, it's on the fly. We're just on the fly. It is. Um, please keep leaving those comments. You know, we appreciate reading them. Sometimes co- commenting back and hearing the back and forth with the fans is always one of my, one of my favorite things. Yeah, because you hear other people's reasons for why they like certain things. Yeah, and, you get a different perspective, a new right. opinion, and it's amazing how some things that you didn't think about 
connect with you because they uh, there's a certain way that they looked at it. You can actually see through their mm-hmm. eyes what they're seeing. Present an example of a movie you forgot about. Like fuck, that would have been perfect. Yeah, can't believe I forgot about that movie. Right, which sucks when it happens. I'm sure we'll get some comments about terrible comedy sequels. Uh, for that yeah, without we did a doubt. Yesterday, I'm sure there's some comments already sitting there. So, um, okay, so that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye bye.